Hi, everybody. This is Dr. John Pitts from the Centennial Shelf Clinic. And today I'd like to talk to you about cervical disc replacement recovery. So uh, a lot of patients with neck pain have seen a surgeon and been told that they need a, a type of surgery uh, and maybe think that a disc replacement surgery is better than the uh, initial options for a fusion surgery. So first, let's just talk about uh, what would lead you down this pathway to see someone to uh, consider a disc replacement? Um, what what problems cause that uh, lead to that? Um, what other options are there? Uh, and if you did do the surgery option, what does that recovery look like? And what is the evidence that it's helpful and and safe? So first. Neck surgery is a very big deal. Um, it's usually only done for cases of severe, we call radiculopathy, where you get in some injury to the nerves in your neck. And so it may be causing pain, numbness, or weakness down your arms. Uh, a condition called myelopathy, where you get an injury to the spinal cord. So that can cause pain, weakness, numbness, tingling down the arms or the legs. Um, a condition called spinal stenosis, where there's just very little space around the nerves in the spinal cord. So it can cause those same problems or degenerative disc disease, which can cause some local neck pain or irritate the nerves, again, causing all those same uh, problems. Um, and so uh, typically, again, you want to start um, with conservative care. So first line of therapy and most of these problems are going to be physical therapy or maybe some specific type of chiropractic work um, that can help. Uh, if that doesn't work, then we get into the range of injections uh, where you have steroid injections. Uh, then we have newer regenerative medicine injections like prolotherapy, PRP, uh, stem cells, etc. cetera. Uh, and then obviously the last resort is surgery. But too often we see people going for surgery right away where they haven't even tried all these other options beforehand. Um, there are a few cases where you may need, need to skip right to surgery, and that's when you do have that myelopathy or the spinal cord is getting injured. Uh, I use the analogy like if uh, if your nerves are getting irritated, this room is getting smaller, so you just feel claustrophobic and you don't have much space to room, but you know, you, you're not getting crushed, you still can live. Um, you know, uh, but you know, if you have some walls are crushing you and you actually can't move and getting squeezed, that's injury to nerves and that definitely needs surgery right away. So that would look like severe weakness that's not going away, um, not able to use your arms and legs or having trouble with your bowel and bladder, things like that. Those are surgery surgery kind of uh, emergencies. Otherwise, surgery is just elective. It's just another way to try to help with some of the pain and the symptoms. Okay, so as far as surgery recovery, uh, the two main types of surgery they done for the, do for this, a regular fusion surgery where they come through the front, take out your, your disc, the space between the bones, just fuse it together. Uh, everybody knows that any type of fusion surgery um, has what we call adjacent segment disease, meaning that in a year or two or, or more, uh, the levels above where you get fused are going to get more stress on them, so they're going to get more worn out, and so they're going to require either more treatments or more surgeries down the road. And also, when you fuse something, doesn't move. Our neck is meant to move, and so the fusion uh, uh, limits motion, uh, which can have an effect on your function. And so the idea was that if you put an artificial disc uh, there, then you can preserve that function maybe, and maybe there'll be less uh, adjacent segment disease. So what does the research say? Um, so there was uh, one study 
where people underwent either uh, fusion surgery or disc replacement uh, surgery. There's about 83 people had the disc replacement, 70 had the fusion. Um, and 54% of those patients had preserved range of motion, but that means 46% of them still lost range of motion uh, similar to the fusion. Uh, 25% of those patients actually self-fused themselves despite the artificial disc. Uh, and the outcomes were about, you know, 50% um, improvement in overall pain and function. Uh, if you look at the data, though, uh, you know, you get a good amount of benefit of the first three months. And then after three months, you actually regress a little bit. And I suspect that's probably because... Uh, you know, you're healing up during those first three months, taking it easy. And then once you get cleared to get back into more activity, patients are still having some symptoms, but maybe still better than the fusion. Um, also, uh, 20% of those patients that had fusion had to go on to have more surgery uh, versus 10% of the fusion uh, patients. Um, so, you know, still not great results compared to fusion, actually. Uh, then there was another study um, that showed that... Um, you know, when you did have the disc replacements, if you did maintain some motion, it wasn't normal motion. Uh, and then there was another study that showed that um, compared to fusion, you still had adjacent segment disease at the same rates uh, as a regular fusion. And as far as recovery is concerned, whenever you have surgery, it's going to be a bigger deal. You're going to maybe be in a hospital for a day or so. Some people can leave the same day. It's going to be some severe pain where you're going to need pain medicines for a few days. Typically, it's going to be two to six weeks uh, before you can get back to your baseline day-to-day uh, -day activities. You'll probably be have, to, have to be out of work for at least two of those weeks. Um, and then maybe by three to six months is when you can maybe start back doing things you want to do. So what other options are there besides this? So here at uh, Centennial Shows Clinic, we're the first people to do stem cells, orthopedic uses. So we have a wide variety of regenerative treatments that can help with neck pain, degenerative disc disease, spinal stenosis, radiculopathy. Okay. Um, and so uh, mainstay of that is doing PRP type procedures where we can treat the the joints that get irritated, the nerves, uh, the ligaments to help provide stability and combine that with physical therapy and or chiropractic care um, that can really help, you know, get similar or better outcomes to surgery without the risk, without adjacent segment disease, while maintaining your motion. So improving your function uh, better. Um, stem cells is another choice that we do for some of these problems. Uh, so there are many different options out there to treat this problem besides surgery. Um, so if you don't have those red flags, this would be the perfect uh, uh, next step of physical therapy and chiropractic care failed. Um, so in summary, uh, cervical disc replacement surgery does have some significant recovery, has significant risk, is really not that much better based on the evidence so far than the surgery was trying to replace or perform better than, which is fusion surgery. And again, surgery is really only needed in a few cases where you have those red flags where the nerve is actually getting injured or myelopathy where the spinal cord is getting injured. Outside of that, surgery is just an option that you hopefully won't avoid unless everything else failed. So if you have this problem, um, or any other type of orthopedic musculoskeletal problem and you're looking for non-surgical, non-medicine solutions, that's what we specialize here, diagnosing and treating those things at the Centennial Shelves Clinic. So uh, let us know. Take care.